Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my contact public event review of the brand new public event. I want to give a review of it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also hit the like, share, and subscribe button. And if you want to listen to these as entire podcast episodes, look up SNTR Presents on any of the podcast platforms that are out there. So, I want to talk about this. I, I, I'm, I'm being more critical, I think, than most people about the public event because I feel I'm having similar conversations that I had about the tower event. I think people are brushing aside how there is a possibility to fail or, you know, there is no matchmaking. I don't want to overstate those things because this is a better public event than, than last season. But I do have my concerns about any time it's a seasonal content dropping without matchmaking, being failable, and having a power delta. I don't think these are good standards for entrance point content. I have continued to say we need more difficulty spectrum anyway. So even if you make entrance level content super easy, match made, no, no chance of fail at all, but then you can have better or harder versions, you know, sort of up the difficulty spectrum. That would really, I think, help as well. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to open up by saying it is better. I want to say that I am concerned about the shelf life of this event, like how long is it going to go? And then I want to end by just talking about public events in general and this type of content. So first, it's better. Listen, I will be the first to concede this is way better than last season and the tower, and the success rate also seems to be better. I know that some of the success rate, though, is related to how insanely strong the swords are. Most of the instances that I'm in where it goes really, really smooth, everybody's running a sword. So... If you can run, especially the new one, the guillotine, it's insanely strong. Uh, apparently, it's kind of broken. I'm not going to call for a nerf, though, because swords deserve some time in the sun. But apparently, this guillotine is absolutely busted with the amount of DPS that it does. Uh, this one's good, too, but the ammo consumption is really, really high on Temptation's hook for the heavy. But it is really, really strong as well. Just spam light attacks if you're worried about ammo consumption. If you're if you're struggling, swords make a huge difference. I, I Now, listen, I need to say that because this is better, okay? It it is better, but one of the main reasons it's going exceptionally smooth is swords. If like try to find one where no one's running swords and see how smooth it goes, and I think you'll start to see what I'm talking about. Okay. Now, heroic mechanic is also doable, even with blueberries around. I like that as well. The heroic mechanic's not that difficult to do. You can kind of see the light and you grab the thing after clearing it and slam the ball. And I like that. Like turning it into heroic is nice. Hopefully that means they're not just going to randomly make this harder in the middle of the season since it has an optional heroic mechanic baked right into it. I like that about it. It adds some variety, you know, and it's moving in its location. That's good too. So this week it's in a different spot on IO. Last week, Last week it was not down in the uh, down in the rupture. I believe it was in Lost Oasis. So having it move around like that, I think, is uh, is is helpful and good. And again, swords really, really help. The champions are there. Um, the rhythm is fun too. You know, getting 15 motes and spawning the heavy box is cool. You know, you can kind of choose to do that if you want. I think they do need to immediately give you way more heavy out of the box. It gives you like nothing. It's 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 almost like an insult. It's like, hey, I saved 15. What do I get? And it's like you get seven, you know, ammo for your sword. I, I think we need to get a little bit more ammo out of the box, and that would make it a lot more fun as well. Now I want to talk about shelf life. I have we, we have to admit something. 
This is seasonal content built at a time of expiring seasonal content. So it's unlikely that something like this is going to have a whole lot of substance and staying power. It's sort of intrinsically built to get old and boring after a while because they're going to remove it from the game. So I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm open to that being one of the leading causes for this, but I really don't think the shelf life here is going to last very long after about a month. One of the main reasons for that is it's not rewarding enough. Most folks are just running nightmare hunts. If you want Umbral Ingrams and the Umbral Ingram currency, folks are just running the nightmare hunts. The problem here is, is that maybe it'll get better if you you like fully upgrade your machine in the tower and then it becomes super rewarding. And I don't have a problem with that. I never have a problem with this idea of like invest in all these things and then the content gets more rewarding. Unfortunately, Bungie made Umbral Ingrams sort of a find the path of least resistance and now folks are running like a five minute nightmare hunt, you know, at the lowest difficulty and getting an Umbral and the currency basically every time or every other other time it's absurd so that's again competing for this thing getting attention you have to understand that as the season progresses the more people lean away from this activity the more credence there will be to my criticism about the lack of matchmaking about the failability about the fact that there's a power delta players who don't play as often maybe they missed out on the leveling you know the run on the bank that we got on leveling because umbrals were giving us the bump and people were afking forges if they miss that opportunity and they fall a little bit behind on leveling there they have even more incentive to basically avoid the event so this could you know perpetuate the the events lack of appeal as the season progresses so i would hope that as time goes on they would decide to increase the reward structure and make it you know more enjoyable and 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 more rewarding so that there's no question this is one of the best places to go if you want to get the rewards if you want to get the stuff Champions are another thing hurting the shelf life. It's you know too many times you go into content like this, and if nobody's running the champion mods, it can be really frustrating. A lot of people keep pushing back and saying, just run a sword. Okay, just press pause on that for a minute. Okay, that's not a defense of putting champions into content like this. Because if swords didn't exist right now or hadn't been buffed or the guillotine wasn't busted, then you would be going into the public space and having to encounter and interact with champion mechanics, okay? Bypassing the mechanic with the sword or when people were bypassing the mechanic with Izanagi's, two Izanagi's in the divinity, okay? That is not a defense of like, oh no, it's totally fine. Put champions in the public space. Well, you're sort of admitting that they're they're a disproportionate pain point for the content because you're doing everything you can to kind of bypass their mechanics. But you should consider something like maybe one week it's only unstoppable champions, and maybe next week it's only anti-barrier. Great way to educate people on how the champions work. It's a whole lot better if you run the mod and then and then you're able to engage with the content and not feel like it's too big of a pain point and. Yeah, you know, somebody in chat is saying, what, what if you don't want to run a sword? What if I, what if I don't want to run a sword? You know, what if I run something else? I'm going to feel like I'm holding the team back. The meat grinder effect can also make it unappealing. I do think it's good that they're not just changing location. The boss is different this week. There's a healing mechanic with these wizards. It kind of, rem- you know, it's reminiscent of Escalation Protocol. Good move by Bungie to do that. That's going to push back a little bit on the meat grinder feel, but public event content where you kill bank, kill bank, kill bank, it can feel a little bit like a meat grinder. Uh, You know, Vex Offensive and Sundial and Menagerie had something in their corner that made it feel more linear and had more 
more dynamics and more variety so it didn't feel quite like this meat grinder where I'm literally doing the same thing for 15, 20 minutes, whatever, however long the event takes. And then that ties into the lack of reward. The time investment and the reward, it just, it doesn't feel like it's uh, it's a sensible use of your time right now. And it is just super, super repetitive. It just feels like a meat grinder. Lastly, let's talk about public events. Okay. Anytime they're going to do something like this, public events are on the bottom rung of the game and should be treated as such. So either make them stupidly easy increase the timer, make them practically unfailable, or really, what I really want to drive home is, public events don't make for good centerpieces of the content. They just don't. People want matchmaking. Court of Oryx, Archon's Forge, Blind Well, Escalation Protocol, and the, the Tower event last season. There is a consistent piece of feedback from this community is that we don't really like content that lacks matchmaking. Matchmaking is a really, really good sort of one-size-fits-all band-aid, you know, wheel greaser to keep things kind of moving, you know? So, I would just continue to say, if they're going to do anything like this, matchmaking is really the key. People are, you know, like, oh, it's nobody's really failing at Lono. You're overstating fail rate. I'll concede that maybe the fail rate's not that bad, but fail rate would be almost non-existent as a criticism if there was just freaking matchmaking. If there was always, you know, six, seven, eight, nine people in the instance focused on it because they just clicked a button indicating they wanted to do it, matchmaking, then the fail rate would become even less of a potential criticism. So anytime you're going to make entry-level accessible content like this, whether it's an activity like Vex Offensive or Sundial that you, you go to, or it's in the public space matchmaking i think is almost a requirement at this point it's a little silly and i know and i'm not trying to make a big grand point here but when you say something has no matchmaking and is failable it now has something in common with like a grandmaster nightfall like it's like i don't understand like grandmaster nightfalls have no matchmaking and they're failable entry level content should not share any any identity markers with like aspirational content so i would just continue to say Let's please, please in the future have matchmaking and also don't do a power delta. They can't do that with sunsetting anyway. You can't make entry level content higher level than what people are coming into the the season with. They can't freaking do this anymore. You cannot add a power delta to public space content or entry level content. It won't work with sunsetting. They're going to come into the season with a bunch of gear. Some of it's capped and your entry level content can't be beyond what their gear is. That'll be horrible. So as always, you can always tune in to my channel and at say no to rage.com if you want to join these live if you're here live don't go anywhere and as always please like share and subscribe thank you for listening to or watching another episode of sntr presents this is gonna be the q a session that came with my contact public event review video if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can probably catch me live right now at say no to rage.com and that will bring you to the twitch channel if you want to take part in these live. Uh, If you're listening to these and you want to listen to them as podcast audio versions, you can find them anywhere on a podcast platform. Just look for SNTR Presents and YouTube when you hit like, share, and subscribe and the bell button. All of that helps me out.
I'm going to jump right into the question. This might be a slightly shorter Q&A session. I had an AT&T technician at the home who finally fixed my issue and problem. And so we've had to push Q&A a little bit late in the day. So less people here, less people submitting. And also, I'm kind of okay with a shorter question and answer today. It was a long day grinding the dungeon boss. We were having fun, uh, but just a little bit shorter today. Uh, Mick Cheshire. I agree with the sentiment of avoiding failable activities, yet I have recently obtained the falling guillotine and it shreds through contact. Are failable activities more justified if Bungie introduces aspirational gear uh, that trivializes it? I think the main issue I continue to have with a lack of matchmaking and failable, this is what people will do when I say these things. There's already people in chat saying, I'm not failing it at all. It's really easy. If you're failing it, I'm not really sure what, you know, what your issue is. Anecdotal evidence, when you understand the game, when you get into a good instance, when you have lots of people, if I was in an instance where everybody was running swords and it was ridiculous, like we just blitzing through it, okay? Imagine, though, only having a few hours to play. You have two hours on a Friday night to play and you get into a bad instance. Blueberries, nobody's running champion mods. Maybe you're playing at an at a time in your in your region where not a lot of people are playing, so you go to you go to the instance and like no one's there. I know that when you initiate it, people show up and they try to do that. They seem to try to focus an instance that's active and put people in there. But I don't think that's very winsome. It's it's more about that. It's the idea that like you you show up and you're like, no one's here. Should I hit the button or not? And then you do. And then you get into a bad instance and then you have a really, really bad time. That's my issue. And someone in chat saying, well, isn't the guy on Friday night only playing for two hours the embodiment of anecdotal? That's the entire point, though. Just because you have anecdotal evidence in the positive, it doesn't mean anecdotal evidence in the negative exists. You're basically saying exactly what I'm saying. It's anecdotal to be like, I'm having a completely fine time with it. Okay, but that's not the issue. (laughs) The issue is there's a potential for people to have a really bad time with it if the right things line up and happen. And... Whenever, whenever you're, whenever you're engaging with the entry level content to a season, I think Bungie really needs to analyze the accessibility and just the mindless farm. Okay. You have dungeons, grandmaster nightfalls and other aspirational pieces of content. If you want to put in the idea that it's tough, it's, it's got a Delta and, 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 and you're able to, you're able to really aspire to go up to those things and that's that's my point is just because you're having a good time doesn't mean the criticisms are invalid or that there is a potential for people to have a really bad time and this is my main point that I want to make what is gained by having it be non-match made what's gained by that tell me there's not an answer to that question there is nothing gained by having it not be match made okay what's gained by making it failable. What's wrong with adding a couple of minutes to the timer so like it's it's it, it's almost impossible to fail. Like even if you're just you and a fire team or you and another buddy, you know, increase the timer a little bit. What's gained? Nothing. It doesn't make it more exciting for you to to not have matchmaking or to make it failable. It's a public event, right? I don't know. I don't see a good reason to perpetuate non-match-made failable activities as the centerpiece 
for a season. I think it's a bad idea. I think if anybody's going to try and defend this, you have a mountain of complaints to get over. We didn't like it at Archon's Forge. We didn't like it in Court of Oryx. We didn't like it in Blind Dwell. We didn't like it in Escalation Protocol. We didn't like it in the Towers. Okay, I need you to go deal with that first. That's years of complaint about this style of content. Just because this event's going a little bit better because swords are meta and really strong and the guillotine apparently is completely busted, it's doing a broken amount of damage. Like, that's not an argument in favor of this type of content, you know? Like, it would be like a broken Galahorn being in the game right now and being brokenly strong and glitching ammo count and everything else and being like, oh, but if people run that, it's fine, Lono. No, 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 no. That's not normative. You have something that's outside of normative damage bell curves that's making the content trivial. And that is the issue. At its core, okay, at its core, this type of content's a bad idea. The last thing we should be doing right now as a community is encouraging Bungie to do this again just because they finally got one that's not so bad, right? They've struck out a lot when it comes to, oh man, I want to go run the new content, no one's around. I want to go run Tier 3 Archon's Forge, no one's in my instance. I want to go run Tier 3 Blind Well, no one's in my instance. Like, you don't don't you dare start encouraging them to do more of this just because they got a decent one (laughs) like i i don't know we got to be real careful here yes it's better yes it's a whole lot more tolerable yes it seems the fail rate is a lot lower those are all good things but that doesn't mean we should be green lighting non-match made failable content for the centerpiece of a season i just don't think that that's a good idea I really don't. I, I I think it has fundamental flaws that we've outlined since we've outlined since Destiny One, and we shouldn't suddenly give them a pass and act like, oh, everything's fine because this one's going slightly better than all the previous ones. Wait a couple of weeks, and even less players will be in your instance. I'm telling you. I'm having deja vu because during the first week or two of the tower event, everybody argued with me, not everybody, but a lot of people were arguing with me saying, it's not that bad, Lono, people will get stronger, people will get better, I've had good luck with mine. Uh-huh, okay, sure. Well, <laughs> long term, uh, people really turned on the tower event who initially thought it wasn't quote-unquote that bad. So, <laughs> let's just give it some time. I think ultimately the main issue with this content is a lack of reward and probably a short shelf life because of that lack of reward. So, we'll wait and see. I don't know. You want everyone to feel like they win every time? Uh, yeah, because it's it's garden variety bottom rung content. Yes, I think that. Failing is part and parcel of learning and building an amazing feeling. We're not talking about a nightfall or a raid or a dungeon or trials of Osiris. We're talking about a public space event. You could not be more wrong within the hierarchy of content. What I oh oh I can fail. Do you think I'm gonna want to repeat grabbing a patrol if a patrol is failable? Sorry, Lono, you didn't you didn't grab enough little diamonds. You failed your patrol. Frick that! I'm not gonna grab another patrol then. What the heck? The payout and the reward isn't worth it. It it's not it's not harmonious. There's a dissonance there. What do you actually get from this event anyway? You don't, oh, you get the satisfaction of beating it. Shut the frick up, Mr. Rogers. That's not why I play a video game. I want stuff. 
right? If you're going to make it failable, it, at least have the rewards be ridiculous. But then the problem with that is that adds insult to injury. Oh, great. We failed because some brain dead blueberry ran off and, and, and went AFK and he took the thing we needed with him or whatever. And then you fail. That, not that that can happen in this one, but that could definitely, you could definitely have blueberries ruining the tower event, right? It's a public event. It's garden variety content. You'd fix the rewards to match the difficulty. To a degree, I think every season there needs to be a here's some cool new stuff. Here's some cool new stuff. Go get the new stuff. How? You run this content loop. Sundial would be a, a perfect example of that. Sundial would be a perfect example of that. So. If you are going to have garden variety $10 content for people to come run and have a good time with, just make it mindless and fun. All right? We're not talking about a dungeon. We're not talking about a raid. We're not talking about trials, you know? It 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 needs to be it needs to be very very accessible. It's the entrance point to the content. I understand for the point though, starting out and wanting to kind of taster of the content and what is to come. That's exactly right. You have to consider something here. You got to track with me on this. I, I'm, I'm very consistent in my positions on spectrum in the game and aspiration and challenge and all of that. I'm very consistent in my positions. I don't, I'm not, I'm not all over the place. Okay. $10 a la carte content needs to have like a really easy breezy accessible entrance point come and play you can't fail it's fun menagerie was celebrated from the rooftops because of that sundial was great because of that it was you just come play and have fun right now this is where Bungie needs to give something to the players that are like I, I just don't want to I don't want to sit and run around and in, in, in content that is failable or, or power delted, right? It was such a high power level day one. Right, and you have to consider the players that aren't leveling up week one like you are. And how many of them are going to avoid the event? And how many of them are going to go in first day, first week, second week, and not like it, get a bad taste in their mouth, and maybe just decide they don't really want to go back to it, right? Noxious Tongue, thank you so much for the brand new sub. Enjoy the dope badge, emotes, and ad-free viewing. And Sensibly Psychotic, hitting three years of subs. That's a three-year badge, thank you. And then the clutch with five months. It's, I, I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. It's a good event. It's a good public event. It gets the job done. It's an improvement in comparison to last season. But I will continue to defend the notion that centerpiece accessible entrance point content should not be failable and it should be match made. Forget failable. We're getting off on that tangent a little too much and it's tilting my argument and making it lopsided. Non-match made is another significant problem. People just want to run content with other people. No one wants to run into an instance and be by themselves and like, well, I guess I'll just start it and hopefully people show up. No. Match made. That's another thing people want. You just put people in my instance. The Forges were match made. Sundial was match made. Vex Offensive was match made. Menagerie was match made. Mega match made! Mega match made. That's another that's another piece of my argument that's getting left out here. It's it's not as much about the fail rate. Like failable failable isn't really an issue if you're constantly matchmaking people and there's like six to nine people in every single engagement. Like, come on, that's not a problem. If you're throwing six, six, seven, eight, nine people in, a, in an instance, here you go, start the start the event. Yeah, fail rates would automatically go down because you got more people. 
if they made the content harder the higher level you got and then put loot that would be cool I, I, I love spectrum I love it I love the idea of the more you put in the higher you go the better stuff you get I love that that was something that was good about menagerie the more efficiently you ran it the better turnover of loot I mean if you're beating menagerie in 15 you know 10 15 minutes you're getting a gun every 10 to 15 minutes and then a, a, a match made players taking 20 to 30 minutes you know you're getting one you're getting two guns to one gun you know you're getting two guns in the time they get one so let's not over overstate the failable nature of it I don't want to make it sound like it's brutal hard and kicking people's teeth in I also think the main issue is a lack of matchmaking because a lot of people might not know what we know you got to consider the garden variety player how many people know when they strut into IO go down the little flag hit it look around and don't see anybody how many people do you think are like oh I bet you if I started it'll bring people not a lot of people are going to think that way they're like well nobody's friggin here Escalation protocol was that way. If nobody was around, you didn't want to start it. It was it was kind of tough by yourself. Next question. I don't want to spend all day on that one. Uh, Nath. The average says, with regards to ammo economy, if they fix it to where it was rhythmic, do you think rally flags would still be in the game? So before Q&A, we had a big debate about ammo economy and how it's not rhythmic enough and how, you know, I... I I have more success in certain encounters and do more damage to the boss dependent upon RNG, especially when there's two phases of damage instead of just one. We're kind of addicted to the one phase, which sort of turns your heavy ammo into a pure power exchange. Like, you basically just sit on your heavy until it's time to bake, and then you dump all your heavy into the boss. And that, I think, is a, is a, is a significant uh, flattening of the content and our loadout. And I would love to see more challenging content with Contest Modifier, where boss damage phases are mul- is multiple, ver- you know, there's two phases and if you're two phases then you can you know you could have a a greater reason to feed me heavy ammo on a more regular basis so that's why he's asking this question so you know do you think rally flags would still be in the game yes I still think rally flags are great and here's why it encases the challenge like there was nothing worse than having a really bad king's fall you know run everything falls apart and you go to start again and you're like well now we're all weaker this nobody has their supers nobody has any ammo so now the content is way harder than it needs to be because nobody has anything so we did ammo runs you would pull everybody the middle shoot them all do a tether make orbs it was just the rally flags one of the best ideas they've come up with you just boom you hit it everybody's good to go let's rock and then it creates this idea of this is what this is what a team looks like at maximum power at the beginning of an instance and a fight and that's what you have to deal with from a raid design standpoint is a great is a great idea and a great iteration I am going to continue to say I think the ammo economy in this game is awful and I had fights day one underleveled in the dungeon okay intense intense fight in the bowl the, the bowl encounter is my favorite one and we had a fight go really really well because we went to our second damage phase and I, I and, a, and an ammo brick dropped right before so I did better and did more damage to the boss based purely off of RNG nothing I didn't do anything there was no skill involved right? It wasn't an ammo finder brick. It was literally just an ammo brick on the ground. There were other runs where we would go to our, do our second phase of damage. And I had literally nothing but kinetic ammo. Okay. That's just stupid. We've killed your majors. We've killed your trash ads. We've satisfied your mechanic. Where the frick is my ammo? It's a, sh- it's a shooter. 
and the reason this debate happened is because I was saying I think it's kind of dumb that the ammo economy is so inconsistent with respect to one of the most important pieces of ammo heavy ammo that they've created all these silly band-aids and the band-aids and the band-aids are inconsistent some of them are really effective and some are less effective some of them are effective if you're in the right fights you know taken you know the taken uh, armaments and then the fallen armaments but then they don't have any others that's just a bad use of ammo no it's not you don't even know what you're talking about were you here the day I was doing it we were under leveled homie and when you're under leveled and you use all of your heavy on the boss that's not a bad use of ammo that's what it's that's what you do like have you ever played destiny before when you're under leveled and it's time to do damage you do a damage dump you just dump all your heavy into the boss and then wait I didn't get any back that's not a bad use of ammo that's what's see that's one of the things if you can go if you can go to the place where you go contest modifier to have a hard mode you have a hard mode and contest modifiers active that's a perfect reason to give me rhythmic ammo delivery because now I'm not going to one phase the boss I'm going to need more heavy I'm going to need more heavy I, I ran out I used it all on the first phase of damage so I I think I, I really really think that defending defending the, the, the inconsistent ammo economy in this because like oh you can run mods that give you ammo first and foremost the ammo finder mods are crazy inconsistent and when it finally works yay I finally got an ammo finder purple brick I got two grenades what in the actual frick is that what is, what is that <laughs> the synth system was fine no it wasn't in the middle of fights, you want to break immersion, open a menu, deal with console load times to pop a synth? No! It's <laughs> it's so simple. It's so simple. The game delivers ammo in relation to its usage. There's lots of white, a decent amount of green, but then for some reason, there's like no purple ammo anywhere. And I'm telling you, they can adjust the drop rates of purple because whenever heavyweight is active in a strike, it's on the ground all the dadgum time. So they can adjust the drop rates of purple. If you go into something, especially, let's say they did a contest modifier version of the dungeon and they called it hard mode. So you're always under the power delta. They could turn on something that increases the the presence of heavy ammo. You know... I, I I would think that that would be a worthy place to put that, you know, because you're because you're you're the necessity you need more ammo than normal because the the, the boss has way more health, so yeah, and then you'd use all that ammo wipe and have to wait three minutes. The synth system was freaking terrible. That it was awful. <laughs> terrible team. Uh, if they make the public event match made, would that restrict the location of where it takes place per planet? I like how the event moves around. I don't think so. No, there's more than one forge on the EDZ, and you can match you can match make into those forges. Well, now they just pick one, but it just picks, it just rotates. I could do the same thing with this, hundred percent. Go click the matchmaking for the contact event, and it just takes you to wherever the event is that day. I mean, they're doing that now with forges. You pick, you go and you matchmake on the forge, and it just takes you to one of the forges. If it's Berguzia or what's the other Earth one, Valunder? Um, I always jack the names up. Are they are they even on the map anymore? No, they're not even on the map anymore. It's Berguzia and Valunder, isn't it? 
and then go fan in his nesses or something i can't remember um it just takes you there they could do the same thing with this if they if they added matchmaking stamp uh playing the event the last few days it is now pretty easy to complete this might indicate that the power delta at the beginning was the bigger problem the non-match made available what is your perception in regard to this I really, I really think the single most important thing, the single most important thing is matchmaking. I can get over the failable thing because it is a public event and it does get easier once people kind of know what's going on and, you know, and they, and they know that swords are strong or whatever. I think matchmaking solves a lot of the failable problems. Being failable I mean, just last night, just the other night on the Rageless Roundtable, Mike and Clintus were both saying they had ones that went fail on them. And those guys are, you know, they play Destiny all the time. And they had they had failed events. Well, I mean, I, 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 I would say that that fail rate goes down automatically if there's matchmaking, because there's just more people in the area. There... The way that instancing instancing works in Destiny, non-match made in a public space, is just it's just problematic because there's people in your instance that aren't there to do that thing. You know, you've not failed since day two. Again, again, the skepticism about people failing because you haven't failed. I had heroics where people were using swords and we got down to like five or six seconds. And this was just a couple of days ago. So like, I, 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 I think some people forget like not everybody is having that, that good run, but that's power level. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So maybe as the question is, you know, asserting, maybe it's one thing exacerbating the other okay so the power delta is making the lack of matchmaking and making the fact that it's failable maybe the 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 power delta is making those things worse so i i would say i would say that is a, a particular place where maybe they could consider never really doing that right like just don't do power delta on entry level content first and foremost i don't think a power delta on entry level content is a good idea because that's gonna mess up sunsetting isn't it isn't that gonna mess up sunsetting because people are gonna come into the season and then that's gonna affect what can be infused up stuff's gonna be capped and they're gonna be like i can't use this this is literally just a public space you know piece of content so you may be right it, it may not be that big of a deal. If the power delta wasn't there, we'd be like, we would just be ripping through it. And ultimately, that's okay. This is something that I think sometimes people forget. It's okay if you're just absolutely melting strikes. It's, o- it's okay if people are just absolutely obliterating a public event. Why? It's garbage content. Like, not in a negative way. Not like, oh, it's garbage, it's trash. It's just garbage. It's at the bottom rung. It just, it should be getting shredded. It's nothing. It's a th- it's, it's a bounty. It's a patrol. It's a lost sector. It's nothing. It's not meant to be super, super challenging. That's It's, it's not at that echelon of the content point. It's like, you're just coming to the public space and, and, and shoot some baddies. And it doesn't need to be super, super challenging. It's not aspirational content. Aspirational content is... It's all over the place in the game. Grandmaster Nightfalls, Dungeons, Raids, Trials of Osiris. There's plenty of it. You don't need to make a public event aspirational with a Delta. 
and make it failable and not have matchmaking. Think about that. What what is not have matchmaking and is failable? What? A Grandmaster Nightfall. Those attributes should not also be true of a public event. I don't care what the fail rate is. I don't care what your experience is. Right? It it has it has those identity markers in common with a Grandmaster Nightfall. It's just kind of silly. NA Painter. Do you think events like these need matchmaking uh, if they include what is going on if they include server focusing to any server with an event active I don't understand your question I've already established what I think about like why matchmaking is so important to entry level content because there's a lot of people that just want to boot up and play and not think about like well is anybody going to be here what if I trigger it will people show up what if I don't trigger will people show up I don't know given your stances on non-failable matchmade content how are you enjoying this season's content loop I let this question stay because it's a bit of a repeat, but you want to know what I've been doing? I've been farming the dungeon because the dungeon is got one of the best loot logistic systems that has ever been in the PVE side of Destiny since the game was created. It's great. It's great. I'm literally grinding a boss fight for a particular weapon, and I've gotten some amazing stat rolls on armor in the process. It's exactly what we've been asking for in the endgame. I have the ability to farm for things that I want, and I'm getting aspirational rewards in aspirational content. I literally just today got a pair of boots that once... once you know, set up properly are, have a stat total of 113. I'm getting stat rolls on helmets. I've got a 63, a 62, a 64. I got a 64 helmet. I've, you you know, saying this is what we have been asking for. It was so satisfying. I'm, I'm, I'm beating the boss or mastering the fight and I'm getting drops. I'm, I'm getting drops. This is exactly what we've been asking for. Now, they need to make adjustments to the loot pool to a certain extent because I'm getting called out in chat. You were doing it in an unintended way. Yes, I saved the boss checkpoint and was handing it off to my fire team. Now, why was I doing that? Because the loot in the earlier parts of the dungeon suck and I don't want a death adder or a widow's bite. So they've got the logistics right. The, the, the loot in general is just not good enough for me to... I just I'm just going to the boss. The point is, the point is, that's been my content loop, and I love it. (laughs) I'm having a blast, and guess what? I am just on my hunter, and guess what? I'm only getting um, arms, helmet, and boots, so I'm not even getting all of the armor pieces yet. So in the coming weeks, when my loot pool expands and I can grind for more armor, I'm going to keep on doing that for my hunter, and that's just my hunter. Generosity and intentionality are not the enemy of engagement. They are the promoter of it. Like this, I I can do this for a significant portion of this season. I can. I I can can just keep on going. Yeah, we got to wait till next week, Wheezy. We got to wait till next week because I was getting, I was getting arms, boots, the trials helmet and the Ikelos shotgun. I'm pretty sure that's my loot pool right now at the boss. And that loot pool will probably get bigger. So more than likely, it is a punch-out system. Your first run, when it's still giving you pinnacle rewards, will be new. 
it'll satisfy any gaps and then it'll it'll it's it's a loot pool you've only gotten the same drop from each encounter depending on that week's drop not me no i was getting boots arms trials of the nine helmet and the Ikelos shotgun though i was getting those four items so that's two items from last week and two items from this week so the loot pool is getting bigger mine is already bigger but still it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i'm able to grind it over and over again and when the armor drops there's high stats in there that's exactly how it should be that's not what i mean it's a target farm oh there were people that thought like what the entire loot pool would be at the end like that like i could be getting death adders and widow's bite right now mine is bigger but you're right it's a targeted farm i'm i'm targeting the ikelos because this is where it drops the shotgun okay now we're on the same page yeah yeah yeah. there was the guy yesterday that said like no once it's unlocked anything can drop anywhere no particular encounters have particular drops yes 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 yeah yeah Gervo, how do you feel about the ammo crate being awarded for banking 15 motes do you think being awarded with ammo has a place in other activities i was gonna say this during my rant about the ammo economy you know what if you and this would only be when contest modifier was on so if you turn if you go into the hard mode where there's a contest modifier and you're always under the delta which necessitates the use of more ammo I could see them doing like a after the damage phase is over have like an ammo box appear and you hit it and you get you refill your ammo you know it could come it could be a modifier that when contest modifier is on there's another modifier called blessing from above and blessing from above just gives you an ammo box after a successful you know damage phase like you do all the mechanics you do a damage phase and then boom blessing from above hits to kind of reset you before the before phase two starts right to me the idea there is we know what to do and we're skilled and we know what's going on don't allow rng on purple brick drops to affect my damage efficiency that's stupid that's that i think would be such a good way to really make hard mode feel more about skill awareness synergy cooperation not making mistakes instead of being like well i better run taken armaments and hopefully my armor finder is working and i better run scavenger and like uh champions should drop heavy ammo every time they die change my mind i won't try to change your mind because they did something very similar in vanilla it just didn't work consistently you were supposed to get a purple brick from every single major so i mean i i just came up with that off the top of my head that's just off the top of my head but like if you go into hard mode and contest modifiers on blessing from above could be another modifier to where at every subsequent checkpoint you get a little ammo box they do this in the division right in between there's those little sections you can get your ammo refill or something so don't let no heavy ruin your run when special exists right but in really challenging content i'm using my special i'm using my special all the time to kill the knights to stun the group to get the snipe like i like i don't know i would i would definitely think that'd be a great a great great way to make challenging content not feel like you don't want to be saying oh unlucky we got bad rng unlucky i just couldn't get any purples to drop like that's just not a that's not a reason to fail an encounter 
Stun the what? I was using the uh, the Wither Horde to stun the knight. So when you stick him with it, it stuns him. So when he's about to shoot like his his hot fire or whatever, if you stick him with it, he does like this like stunning animation. And you hit him with that first, then you throw it on the ground, and it's it keeps him in place. Um, it's actually a really good way to do a lot of damage to those guys is you do the stick stick him with one and put another one on the ground so I was actually using my wither horde to stun him I was also using my trophy hunter to stun him uh, because if you can land a headshot it immediately stuns him which keeps him from throwing that freaking fire Um, so that was another reason why like I'm using my special throughout the fight because the fight is not just a bunch of trash ads so Largo Bungie has done multiple activities in the public space with varying success. In your opinion, which activity was the most enjoyable and what was the ideal way to implement these activities? Escalation protocol with matchmaking would have been perfect. Because <laughs> when you got nine people in an instance, it was so fun. It was just a freaking blast. And not like a, this is easy, but like, wow, this is fun. This is intense. We're doing good damage. We weren't like melting the boss. We were killing the boss efficiently, but like, I think that would have been the best. So, why not just shoot him with one shot and then primary him to death? Even at 1020, they don't kill you overly fast. (laughs) You are bent over and talking out of your rear end right now. The knights in the dungeon don't kill you overly fast when you're 1020. Are we talking about the same content, homie? I'm talking about the dungeon. That is literally false. <laughs> go go in there at 1020, dude. You go on. You go ahead. You you go ahead, bro. No. 1020? No. You're a liar. The knights instantly melt you if you're 1020. Are you crazy? I did. You are one of those big fish story destiny flexors. You are just in here telling ghost stories. You cleared it at 1020. Good for you. I don't have trophies for things that don't matter. Those knights melt you when you're at 1020. You're literally talking out of your rear end, bro. Uh, How can they make public events better and more rewarding? I mean... This is a little too generic, but I'll tell you that at the very least, I should be getting drops at the end that I'm looking at. (laughs) That I'm looking at. You know what I mean? Maybe you're standing still. Yeah, I'm. You're. I'm not reading your chat contribution anymore. I just. There are so many of these big fish story destiny flexors that are like, oh, it's so easy. I was 10:20. You don't die that fast. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> right. You you're telling me that at 10:20 you were stunning the knight with the wither horde and then slowly killing them with your primary. Oh, sure. Let me see the footage of that. I, that's your homework assignment. I want you to set your power to 10:20, go into the dungeon, hit him with the wither horde and then kill them with your primary i can't wait to watch that i'm gonna be so thrilled to see your guide on how to stand there and freaking face tank at 10:20 after you stunned him for literally a second with the wither horde it's literally a second it's like a, a frame an animation where he doesn't shoot at you he's gonna pop right back up and hit you with the fire he was doing it to me today i'm 10:48. I'm 1048 and I would stun him with the wither horde and he comes right out of the stun and starts shooting the fire again. 
<laughs> Just talking out of your rear end, bro. Pier 36. Should public events like the contact event have a seasonal weapon like a pinnacle weapon to promote people to play it? This is a great answer to the previous question. Something should be dropping at the end. I love this. Like, if that's the only place I can get the weapon, I'd be freaking grinding that all day until I got the one that I wanted. You know what I mean? New Ford Order. What do you think the possibility of making public events match made only on the weekends or something like that similar to trials? They could do the same for other events. I think this is a this is this is like a half-baked cake. Why would you only do it on the the weekend? Why? You know what I mean? Um the no. If you're going to add matchmaking just 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 do it all the time. You know it's like I got a great idea. What's your idea? Let's add matchmaking. Okay, great. Let's do it. Uh hang on a second. What? Let's only do it on the weekends. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? No, I just just throw mat, just put matchmaking into core content. Uh, Gaylord Robinson, uh, what do you think uh, the decision to recycle the Gambit game mode into the public event in regards to the public that may or may not enjoy Gambit? Um, I'm not gonna get hung up on this. It's just banking modes. It's not Gambit, like. Banking moats. I mean, we <laughs> killing something and picking something up and doing something with it is like that, that's destiny. Like that's not really a, a really a really big deal. I, I don't think it's gambit. You know what I mean? Gambit is summoning a primeval, killing a primeval, dealing with the envoys, dealing with invaders. Like that's gambit. All we're doing is his banking moats. Uh... Nico Lino, what motivations uh, or thinking do you believe was behind Bungie adding another seasonal activity in the public event space? It's only here for the season. I think they went really low bandwidth. They went really low bandwidth. They recycled mechanics that they already had built. Sorry, I'm getting an eyelash. They recycled mechanics that were already built, the banking of moats, and spawning enemies in the public space and having them swarm you is is pretty much kind of like what happens anyway on pretty much all public events and they did low bandwidth and it's and and also it's only here for the season so you bank those moats and summon a prime evil uh ill ban banalist do you think the current incentive of the pinnacle and powerful reward will be enough to keep the contact public event active throughout the season? If not, is there any way to do the public event loop more active? They just got to make it more rewarding. I would say they need to do a quality of life pass on it and umbrals in the currency should be dropping. Um, maybe once your thing is fully leveled up, your one machine, maybe it'll be more rewarding, like higher drop chance rates, higher drop chance rates of the ones that are already focused and stuff. I don't know. Commander Tyke, with the champions being in this event and blueberries not running mods, do you think that they should have filtered the instances, pass owners, not pass pass owners, champions for me aren't a big pain point for an event? Um, I don't know. I would say, I would say that they, if, listen, if you're, if you're wanting to do champions, I think there's better solutions. Like, we don't need to go super, super complex here. Um... We, we don't need to do something super, super complex here. In general, I would say... In general, passive... Uh, passive would be better. So, people were just getting it on their, on their artifact, and it's just passive on their weapons. I think would be better. Um, 
one of the dilemmas with champion mods is that you you have to pay attention and <laughs> with all the love I can muster lots of destiny players are just lead-footed dum-dums you know and I love them I love them with all my heart they play this game and they're faithful and they just eat sleep breathe destiny they have been playing since the first game but they're just a lead-footed dum-dum they just stand there and face tank and they don't care they're drinking a beer their feet are propped you know the volume's not even that loud and they're just doing the looties and the shooties (laughs) so um (laughs) it uh it it's really really hard to ask people to do something that is thoughtful in the lower echelons right this is why matchmaking non-failable is such a good uh, value point. Lono's describing himself in trials. Shut the frick up. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good in trials, you frick. Um, I'm not a god, but I hold my own. Uh, so this is why I I don't necessarily know if champions belong in in places like this. I just don't know if they do. Um, I don't know. I. I don't want to over overstate this, but because this is what most people are going to say. It's not that hard. Just use a sword. <laughs> okay, hang on a minute. So it's okay that champions are in the public space because you use an overpowered busted weapon right now to basically bypass the champion mechanic. <laughs> Therefore, sort of invalidating your saying that they are okay to be in the public space. If they're okay being in the public space, then stop using your sword and use the actual mods and interact with their mechanic. Oh, you don't want to? Yeah, not surprising. Like, not a lot of people want to do that, and they're just grinding out the public space. So you're just putting on a sword, and you're just holding down, you know, the attack button. Boom, 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 dead. So... I would say it's probably not the best idea to put them in the public space. Like, just imagine right now that swords hadn't been buffed and weren't brokenly strong right now, especially the guillotine. The guillotine is basically busted, okay? Imagine if the swords weren't like that and you actually had to engage with their mechanics. If you had to actually engage with anti-barrier shields and overload and unstoppable, you would not be saying what you're saying. What you're saying is conditional upon something that's allowing you to bypass the champion mechanic so (laughs) so uh yeah i let the hearer understand like it just seems like you're you're bypassing it and acting like it's not a big deal well if it if you couldn't bypass it it would be a big deal and therefore when you get into an instance where nobody's bypassing it with a sword if you actually had to engage with the mechanic it'd be completely different it forces the player to engage with the mechanics at no great cost so they might fail the event or see a decked out player do the mechanic and then they learn uh, 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 that's good pushback light leap maybe it's a good way to teach people about it maybe that's why they did it you know you can bypass it with one mountaintop or anarchy or a shotgun right like if you th- that's kind of the problem though light leap is most of the decked out players are literally bypassing the mechanic they're not even doing it now you definitely want to do it on the unstoppables in the overload because it, it you know it makes them take more damage but it's to me to me i don't know if it's the best idea or at the very least at the very least just be like all week long, it's just unstoppables. So everybody kind of learns like, oh, unstoppables. Oh, that's what happens. Boo, 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 boo. Instead of all three. Maybe that's the right way to do it. In the public space. 
in the in the public space. Um, the mechanic was the worst part of Sundial. Every time I ran it, I needed Ariana's, and we took ten hours. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think champions are a great idea that hasn't fully landed yet. Um, yeah, the wizards heal the boss. Yeah, I like that. I think it's cool. It's it's they kind of pulled some of the escalation protocol stuff out. Like, hey, it's going to be some mechanics. You're going to have to kind of pay the frick attention, <laughs> or you're, <coughs> excuse me, or you're going to have a hard time with the boss fight. Looking at LFG posts, people are actively looking for duping or knowing what to do on duping. Should Bungie not look into duping? It affects so many encounters in this game. Apologies if yes, no. I'm not super concerned about this. Uh, Next question. Do you think exotics are going to start having cool mechanics like the new trace rifle will have? This is not a question. Why would they not have cool mechanics? I mean, the new trace rifle looks amazing. Do I think there's going to be more cool mechanics? I would, I don't know. Why would they stop doing that? Of course. I mean, every time they do an exotic, most exotics that get added have pretty cool things that they can do. Uh, Lumi's Knight. Do you think that going this Gambit style event was a better move than completely reworking Gambit itself? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've already made my piece about this. Gambit is not a popular enough mode to take, to take center stage. It's not a headline act. It isn't. Gambit cannot take center stage and be the central core of any piece of content. It, it's, <laughs> it's not a headline act. It's a mode that they can update annually. Trim it down to one mode, one or two new maps a year, update the loot once a year, done. It's not a headline act. It just isn't. It's not popular enough. It's really, really risky to make it a headline act because so many people would be like, I don't like Gambit. I don't I don't want to buy next season or I don't want to play or I tried it and it still feels like Gambit. Like It would be really risky to make it the headline act. Blueface. What uh, what do you think about the player having a buff in public events that makes them more empowered? The more nearby alleys they are, to less powerful it gets. I this is just a suggestion. I don't think that really is necessary. A little off topic, but if Bungie is aware of the triumph problems, there's a few triumphs not tracking. You're gonna have to check Bungie. I would check Bungie because they are uh, they're they're usually the one that uh, they've got like a list. Um. They have a list of, uh, um, there, there's a, they always have like a list of ongoing known issues. I don't know anything about that one though, in particular, um, hang on. Where did I go? Oh, I skipped two questions. I'm not skipped two questions. I'm sorry. I scrolled twice. The public events could be quite enjoyable with the fire team. What sort of compromises could be there between matchmaking and still remaining as a public event? Well, you could make it to where like you could only go in with like a fire team of three and then you're in there with other fire teams of three. You know what I mean? I I, I don't need there doesn't need to be a compromise. Just give us matchmaking. You know, it's not it's not that hard. It's truds with seasonal loot not being tied uh, to the seasonal event, is this a sign of things to come in terms of Bungie's plan for revamping current playlist activities for year four? Um, with the seasonal loot not being tied to the seasonal event, is this a sign of things to come in terms of Bungie plans for revamping current playlist activities? Well, they said that they wanted to make it to where like you didn't only have to play. So like Sundial, it's like if you wanted those things, you like you had to do Sundial or the frames, but still. The idea behind this change was you you can go play you can go play other pieces of content and get the loot 
I said before the season started that my main concern with that is, is people would find the path of least resistance. What is the smallest circle I can run to get the umbrals? And that's what people are doing. They're just living in nightmare hunts right now, probably. Escapist. Do you anticipate Bungie making the public event harder again? If so, how could they structure it to make it more fun or rewarding? Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously worried they might pull out the old, let's make it harder out of nowhere uh, to make it more rewarding. We've already outlined a bunch of things they could do. A specific weapon that's only obtainable there, high drop rates of the seasonal weapons, high drop rates of the umbrals or something like that. Like, there's a handful of things I think they could do. Uh, De Bomb Dog. Should entry-level seasonal event activity be accessible to new players who have just downloaded Destiny 2 and purchased the current season without needing to level beyond 750 power? Yeah, I think so. I think that the floor should be pretty universal. Strikes? Why are strikes lower than than a public event space piece of content? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, go to your director, click on the Vanguard, click on strikes. 750. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just... It's real simple. There's a floor, and new content should be on the floor. Strikes, new content, the public space. Just put it on the floor. It's the entrance. Everything else is above it. Listen, they're bringing they're bringing sunsetting so they can make you know aspirational loot. So there's your ground for you know there's your ground for uh, aspirational content, harder difficulty version. So if you put it on the floor, no big deal. There's a harder version after. You know what I mean? That's a good question. New light seems odd now. New players need tons of mindless leveling to jump into activities with veterans. Before you played campaigns, now you level with blues until soft cap. This is... Now we're going off in what we talked about the other day, right? The giant problem of leveling. You know know what I'm saying? Like, I think they need to raise the floor, but then always... You should always be putting the new stuff on the floor. The floor got raised to 750. Everything this year should have been at 750. Tower, event, sundial, this. It's why. But it needs to be hard. What do you mean? For a week? Hardcore players max out in a week. It's not hard for you after you max out. How hard is it maintained? All it's doing is, is kicking new folks in the face. Melodic Gamer. Do you think seasonal content should have entry-level public event content like Vex Invasions on the Moon and then match-made content like Sundial Vex Offensive? I think those are a good blend, but Vex Offensive was another... I'm sorry, Vex Invasions was another one of those, ooh, it's cool, ooh, you can activate it heroic, oh man, hopefully people are in your area. There were people I saw tweeting all the time saying, I get on later at night and no one's in my instance. You just have to be really careful, man. The public space stuff is just so risky. It's such a freaking dice roll. Uh... Trey, I think? Trey? Uh, anyway, if we agree that seasonal events should be match-made, what would you do to encourage players to visit the planets? Uh, rewards is something that's already come up many times, you know? You always say that you smell them cooking the Taken King, but do you think the recipe is going to call for a leveling rework? Yes. Yes. I think they're gathering information right now about leveling because I don't think they've landed on a decision yet. I don't think they've landed on a decision. I think they're entertaining changes and overhauls to leveling. They're asking for feedback about it because it's a pain point this season. And they better figure it out if this is supposed to be the turning point. It can't kick dirt in the face of newer players or players that are way behind in level. Southern Legacy. 
As players who are coming back after over a year, obviously we want to experience all the content at least once, but are there certain items that we should be trying to grind for before they get vaulted? I don't have a laundry list. There's probably better people to consult on that. Will dungeons be better to run if a new raid comes out? I don't understand your question. How would you feel if there was some sort of high value target in endgame content that spawned between damage phases and he always dropped heavy see now you're cooking with gas I mean this is what I talked about with blessing from above oh you satisfied it boom here's here's a box you could do something like this oh you satisfied damage phase you know here's a particular here's a you know here's a loot goblin or something you gotta be careful though because like now I gotta go shoot this guy now I gotta have a bunch of ammo for this guy just to get my ammo back like I don't know, I, I, but you're, you're tracking on the you're tracking on the right train tracks that I was thinking on. Like, allow me to replenish myself after a successful phase. You know, maybe the flag just resets itself after a successful phase. Just make it simple. You know, blessing from above spawns a flag after a successful phase. You know, that's simple. Everybody goes and hits the flag. Or as you're saying, some guy spawns and you can go kill him if you want. And you get all your ammo back. You know. Uh, Smevel. I remember in some public events like Warmind Sats, it recognizes how many players are involved. Is something that could be expanded on to solve the non-matchmate event to increase the difficulty based on how many people are involved. You gotta be careful with this, because again, if it's not matchmade, and you know, you got people coming in that don't know what they're doing, and their their presence makes it harder, you know, in two ways. They don't know what they're doing, and just their very presence raises a delta. Also, with the way instances work, it's like Mars, if they were in your instance, they were they could see the action. It was small. If they're in your instance on IO, they might not even have a clue what the frick's going on down there in that hole, you know? And they're like, I don't know, I, what? What do you mean? Why am I getting messages from people to get out of the instance? I'm just over here AFKing it up. You know, you gotta be careful. I don't know if this would be the greatest thing to do. After four seasons, what are your thoughts on the only having anti-barrier unstoppable disruption on primary weapons? I want to see it expanded. I've got whole videos on this. They should be standard mods no longer on the artifact. They should be applicable on pretty much every primary as well as exotics. And in year four, I would expand them to uh, secondaries and heavies. They already did it with swords. I would continue to do that. Light Leap. Do you think champions could be incorporated more into general gameplay as enemy types in the future and make certain guns or perks strong against them to add more depth to fighting instead of a simple mod pain point? This is definitely this is definitely a, 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 the right call. You could say that anti-barrier uh, champions, that their shields are more susceptible to a- any rapid frame archetype because it shoots really fast. Right? Overload overload champions, same thing. They could be susceptible to rapid frame archetypes. And then obviously, if you run a mod or something, it's even more efficient. You can get a little too complicated here then because people might not really understand why it is or isn't working. But I think there is something there that they could iterate on to say certain weapons are actually really good at dealing with champions and then they're even better if you decide to run the champion mod so if someone's in your instance not running a champion mod they could still accidentally help because they're just running the right gun type you know like three successive shots from a hand cannon procs unstoppable even if you're not even if you're not using the mod so one's more effective like one you just charge it and bam and the next it's like no you need three or four crit hits to proc unstoppable and then when you do that now you're giving people the opportunity to you know as i said do it by accident 
because then you're not then you're not purely uh, then you're not purely you know waiting you know standing around like waiting around for for somebody to hopefully run the freaking mod. Be magic since the sword buff. Uh, and then being viable in almost every piece of content, apart from some bosses, do you think it'd be better to leave them alone so we aren't feeling forced to use an exotic heavy? This came up yesterday, and I said, maybe part of the solution of feeling like I have to run an exotic heavy is making legendaries better. We've said that for a while. When grenade launchers were having their heyday, right? It was great. You could run something else. I was running Wendigo and Divinity like all the time. Wendigo and Ariana's Val. Why? Because well, grenade launchers felt really good. So I think when you make legendary heavies uh, viable, it certainly helps. iFlow State. Don't you think Bungie needs to be more open uh, with what they're doing about the rampant cheating situation at pinnacle levels of PvP? I don't want to go down this. This is too off topic. I'm sorry. I would have filtered this out if I saw it. I don't want to talk about anti-cheat right now. What ideas do you have for a new raid? What ideas do you have for stasis? I'm not going to talk about stasis ideas that I have. All I've ever wanted for a raid is the ability to grind it like we're grinding the dungeon right now. I have a tweet in a video today that went out that essentially says, Bungie, we love what you're doing with the raid. I'm sorry, the dungeon loot delivery. Please do more. Like, please do that in raids. So that's one of the things I want to see happen to raids. And then obviously aspirational gear. Jumbo plays. Destiny power level is getting really high. Do you think it's time for a crunch? I don't know what a crunch would achieve other than irritating people on what they feel like is progress. I mean, I know it might simplify things from a standpoint of like deltas and stuff and making it clear what our level is. Um, So I'm not going to get behind that just yet unless I saw really good reasoning for it. Do you think that the new dungeon should drop every piece of armor and or weapons before they start to repeat, or do you think that they drop randomly? Okay, it seems like your first run is only new, and then after that, it pulls anything that you've gotten. So like right now, when I run the blast boss, I can get boots, arms, the Trials of the Nine Helmet, or the Ikalos shotgun. That's four items. That makes sense. I got two drops at the boss last week. I got two drops this week. My loot pool at the boss is now four deep. I don't know if it's going to get any deeper than that, but I think that's how it works. I think when you run it and you haven't run it yet that week and it's dropping your pinnacles, it's it's, it's like a punch-out system. That Almost everyone's testimony that I've read in chat or on Twitter is essentially saying that that's how it's working for them. And I love that. I think that'd be perfect for raids. Um, Root. Menagerie and Sundial introduced some easy raid mechanics into entry-level content. Do you think seasonal events should be a tutorial to learn raid mechanics at lower-level content? I have never been that concerned with this. No. I don't think you need to go to, like, raid school before the raid happens. I just think they like to use common mechanics and common themes more than anything. Darth Jader. What if the blight you destroy or the cabal you kill to turn in the event heroic dropped heavy? Would that possibly help with the fail rate on the end boss? I th- th- I think if the if the loot if the if the heavy ammo box gave me more than like five to seven sword ammo, I think it'd be fine. Just refill my heavy. If I'm taking the risk of collecting fifteen and banking fifteen motes, it should come close to filling up my heavy for me. Um, cause then once the box is there, I could go crazy, use my sword a bunch, go hit the box. Cool. Let's get back into it. I would increase the amount of ammo coming from the box. And I think that would help. I'd start there of all the things to start with. 
So, a slightly shorter Q&A than usual, just around an hour, but it's because we're close to the end of my day because everything that happened today, but thank goodness the AT&T tech found and painstakingly went through, uh, you know, from my house to the node to find the problem. I was having a uh, high resistance open, and this guy did a great job, but it did it did make us do Q&A later in the day, so I'm going to have to end it there. I am going to give my review of the Contact Public event in just a moment if you're here live. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe